Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. My name is Varo, and with me tonight, as usual, Luis and Flo. What's up, guys? What's going on, man? I think Rigo left us. <laughs> Rigo yeah. has to get up early for work, guys, so if we record too late, he can't be on the call. It's the yeah. old man life. By too yeah. late, we mean 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's currently uh seven PM. <laughs> nah man, that Chivas game last night was that started at ten, like around eleven fifteen I started kinda of dozing off. Like it's hard to stay up and watch that game. Nah, I did end up falling asleep. I was glad Barra was tweeting from the account. Yeah, I I kept watching because I figured, you know, we'll turn it around eventually. I mean we're gonna get into it, but two I think tough Chivas games to watch in a row for us. But, um, oh, and before I forget, apologies for no intro music on the pod. These last two episodes, uh, the software we've been using has to be upgraded to work with the new uh, operating system on Mac. So bear with us. I'm, I got to figure out this new program that I'm using. But enough of that. Let's just dive right in into Chivas versus Pachuca on Saturday night. A nil-nil draw. I'm going to read off the lineups. I don't think there were any changes from the week before, but at goal, Tony Rodriguez, backline, Chapo Sanchez, Iramier, Sepulveda, Miguel Ponce, midfield, we had Fernando Beltran, Molina, Chofis, and on the wings, we had Brizuela, Vega, and up top, JJ Macias. Any surprises to you guys in the lineup, or were you nah, expecting I, nothing? No, I, I, I kind of expected him to go with the same lineup. The, the, the team played well the first week. Uh, even players that we've doubted, like Ponce, had a good game. So he made play, made player of the week. So I expected him to put out the same team. Yeah, I expected the same team as well. I was hoping for, you know, a little bit of uniformity, continue what we were doing against Juarez. Unfortunately, we didn't, we didn't um, seem to play that well. <laughs> well, we played, we played a better team in Pachuca. Juarez is like yeah, a, a step up above a Yeah, I don't know. We didn't watch, we didn't watch that game. If you look at the numbers, maybe it was it was a deceiving uh, two nil scoreline. But we saw flashbacks of um, something that's been an issue for Chivas in the last couple of seasons, which is the high press. Chivas has always kind of struggled against it, and uh, we saw it again last Saturday. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad, and it was like um, it was there was times where. Like, I expected going into the game, Eric Aguirre was left back for Pachuca. I'm like, oh, damn, our wingers are going to be able to kill Eric Aguirre, who's not a true left back. And at no times, or maybe very few times, he was ever really contested as a left back because he, he spent half the game on Chivas' side of the field because he kept pushing all the way up. That high press, it, it definitely killed us this game. I mean, we didn't lose, but but we had trouble playing out of the back. Uh, yeah, we could have eas- easily lost. There was um, a couple of chances Pachuca had. One of the clearer ones, I think, was Hara in the box, and he just put it over the crossbar. Like, he came in alone. That should have been a, a tap-in goal, but he messed up. And I think Chivas had, like, one... Yeah, Chivas had one shot on target the whole game. They weren't shooting. No, they kept trying to get into the box. Yeah, they would get into the box and then just freeze and look for an extra pass. It was frustrating. For yeah. me, it was frustrating because, like, the very few, like, in, especially in the first half, like, there was a time we had a few counterattacks, and it almost seemed like the players were just by themselves. Like, I remember one of Chofis was just completely by himself, no one around to help him. And it just seemed like that. Every time we had the ball and we tried to push forward, the rest of the, te- the team was so pushed back. 
that the, the attackers just had no help. Yeah, Pachuca is just, they were just swarming us. Like, every time someone got the ball, there was, like, two, three players on them. And I just think the team pushed back just because they couldn't handle it. And then, like you said, once it was a counterattack opportunity, there was nobody really, it, they would have to pull, like, a one-man one man counterattack. And it just wasn't going to happen for Chivas. Right, so when you guys look at the game, do you guys see it as Pachuca is just a better team or... Or maybe we, then I got outmanaged that game as far as tactic-wise. I think he got outmanaged because even when you look at his substitutions, he went with um, his first sub was Angulo on for Vega on the left wing. So that wasn't really the issue in the first half. It was the fact you needed somebody in the midfield to help out. So if right. you know you're taking a wing out for a wing, that's not really the that's not really an adjustment. It's just like all right, let's see what Angulo can do. Kind of just right. threw him out there, and then the second sub was. Antuna for Brizuela, same thing, you know, you're putting in an, another winger for another winger. It's just same position. It wasn't until his third sub that he put in uh, Calderon for Chofis, but I guess that was more kind of defend the, the tie. Right, for me, for me, I didn't mind. Like those first two subs, I kind of, I think I kind of understood what he was going for. The fact that the team was so pushed so far back. I think he wanted Angulo and Antuna's speed on the counterattack. They just never yeah. really had the opportunity to ever really counter like that. Um, the, the, when he took a trophy out, I didn't understand it at all. It made no sense for Calderon. Yeah, I mean, you saw the team after that, you saw they the, the lacked creativity after he took trophies out. And trophies didn't have the best of games, but I mean, not, nobody on the team really did. Except for the defense. The defense was outstanding. Iran Mir had an outstanding game. Yeah, Iran Mir is our best player so far two weeks into the season. Hey, man, Sepulveda. Sepulveda, I feel like... Made like one or two shaky plays, but Miad has been there. Like he's been our yeah. most. He's he's our best player, I think. Two weeks into the season, I'm looking at the Sofa score ratings, and Ira Miad got 7.9 rating, second best Sepulveda. So I mean, what we saw matches what they saw. Right. So like those subs, he made the subs at halftime, right? The first two. He made. Or was the it one? Angulo he made the sub at halftime. Yeah, right. just one. Yeah, and right. 58th minute was the Antuna sub. Right, so on the one hand, I mean, you can see they're not trying to do something different. It just didn't work out. <laughs> um, I don't think it was. The, I don't like you said one. I don't think Vega was a problem. I did think maybe Conejito should have been. Sub- if anyone was going to be subbed out, it would have been Conejito. Yeah. I didn't think he was having a good game. Uh, I thought Calderon would have been the perfect option for Bonse, who was not doing anything. And in a game when the team is so f- pushed so far back, maybe you could have used a left back that's going to push it all the way up like uh, uh, like Chicote Calderon does. Maybe you could have used that speed on the outside for him to push up to help the team get a little bit out. But, but then I didn't see it that way. Yeah, I think this is, this is like a kind of game you're glad you have early in the season because you don't want to get caught like this week 17 and then like going to Liguilla and then the... What if the team just decides to do the same exact thing to you that you're playing? This is early in the season, you know, Tena can go back, watch film, and realize where he fucked up and how, like, yeah. going into the future, if they're high-pressing you, you know. He knows what adjustments not to make now. They didn't work. Hopefully, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I made the joke. I think I made the joke from the account. It was like, uh, fuera uh, Tena. Oh, yeah. like, fuera Tena. And people yeah, were like, yeah. no, it's too early. And I, and I was just joking. Like, it is too early, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, the team is sitting in first place, lovely at the top of the table. But um, yeah, like I don't know if I have. I don't. I think little by little, my confidence is starting to drop with him. It's starting to go away. Uh, but I'm still willing to give him time. Like you said, hopefully he learns that 
I mean, but it's just like, I feel like these type of games, we see them every freaking season, man. Like you said at the start of the podcast, it's the same issues every season. Teams at high presses. Like, can coaches work on this? Yeah, but then also we're playing at Hidalgo, which historically, recently hasn't been a, yeah. a easy place for us to win. I think the last time we won was in 2017, 3-1. And then before that, it was like 2015, I think. So we don't go Bro, to Pachuca and, and get results. And why is Sambuesa still good? Isn't he mad old already? Yeah, he's old. Why, why is he still dominating possession? Like controlling the flow of the game. Yeah, when he nutmegged Beltran, that hurt my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he's just so... Cr- he's like a crafty veteran, man. He's yeah. pissing me off. I like how... Even his, even his fouls are smart. Yeah. I was, I was about to say, I like how Ponce kind of got into his head, though. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that was like the one good thing once uh, did. Yeah, he's thirty six years old. Yeah, he, he. But yeah, he's like that, like a crafty veteran, like you said, Luis. Like I, I hate him. I hate him so much. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember he. I remember when he was on Tecos and like that was Chicharito was still in on Chivas. That was part of that. Really? That's where he was. Yeah, he was part of that. Um, Holy this shit, Chivas Tecos game that ended bro. that ended three three. He was part of that Ooh. team. Like that, that I remember, man. I hated him back then, and then ever since he hurt Brizuela like a couple of seasons ago, that was like that's yeah. it. I think that's what Ponce kept. Rem- I th- I feel like that's what Ponce was reminding him of. Like, like that's what you get. Remember what you did to Brizuela or something like that. And this guy got <laughs> pissed off, and he was like, he was faking like an injury or something. And then as soon as Ponce, Ponce whispered that in, whatever he said, this guy got up right away, like. Forgot now, you can tell they definitely the hate each other. Yeah. They didn't play together in Toluca? Oh, that's a good question. Actually, the one, that could have been in like a Chivas TV halftime <laughs> YouTube question that no one gets right. <laughs> you saw at the Copa, the Copa Mexican game, they didn't even ask a question anymore? They they're just like, stopped They're not, the not going to know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> these people are half drunk. They don't know any of these questions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if they played together on Toluca. We'll have to Google that after. Yeah. I think Ponce might have been on Necaxa already by then? Maybe. He was on the Luca, right? Ponce was. And then Sambuesa was, was too. Yeah, but yeah. I, I feel like yeah. Sambuesa was on Toluca post-America. And maybe Ponce by then had jumped over to Necaxa from Toluca. Something like that. Hmm. I know we can easily Google this guy, but... <laughs> it's not worth Googling Sambuesa. We need a Jamie. We need a Jamie on this pod. Yeah, no. They didn't play together. <laughs> they didn't? We need him. No. Oh, okay. There you go. We got we got a flow. <laughs> um, and then our midfield too. The like the pairing we saw last week that worked so well, Beltran and Molina, kind of just got manhandled by the press again. Like it's that press, we can't. We have to learn that's how to because, play against it. That's because we have a one-dimensional defensive midfielder who provides no, like nothing to the attack. Like Jesus Molina doesn't do anything going forward, so he's not even like an option as like a relief. Especially when you get impressed because you can't do anything with the ball. Yeah, but that's I mean, why I hate yeah. those like true one-dimensional, just true CDMs. I hate them. The only other midfielder we had on the bench though was uh, Gallito, and I don't think he would have done better, honestly. I honestly like looking at this game and and, and yesterday's game, the Dorados game. Yeah. I think Vialpando has to be on the bench. Yeah. He's a must, especially if you're going to sub someone like Tofis out, or he can even help him and Tofis in the midfield together. He has to be on. You have to have a midfielder like that on the bench. Yeah, just for these kind of games. Because Tofis can't carry the whole team the whole game. Like, he's not going to do it. 
God damn it, he'll try though. Yeah, he will try, <laughs> but you need you need to surround them. At least give him some relief. I think the Alpando would be the right guy. There's that one picture, like on that one play, where it's the kind of like I told you about, where it's him and like five, like four Pachuca players around. Yeah, I I I know what player you're talking about. I remember watching, and I was like, why is he alone? Like nobody was around him. He kind of had to track back with the ball, and then he lost it. But um, in the in in, in our Discord, there was um a lot of Antuna hate going on. I don't know if it was a lot. I don't see why. One particular, one or two particular individuals that were hating on Antuna. I think they must be (laughs) LAFC or they must love going to hate them so much that they don't want to see him lose a spot. I don't see why. I mean, he came in in the second half. It was pretty much the same thing in the second half. The team was pushed back. But there was like one or two plays where you saw Antuna's one-on-one ability. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, I was was like, how could you hate on that? Yeah, he did. I'll probably say he did more than Brizuela did because he won like a couple of one-on-one one-on-ones. He got past um, Eric Aguirre on the wing, and I like that he just keeps attacking defenders. He doesn't. Uh, I feel like Brizuela just cut out, cut in, cut out, cut in. He doesn't charge at the <laughs> defender. Yeah, and Antuna's speed is—he's just way faster. You can just see it. Yeah, Angulo. Angulo's really fast too. Angulo's very similar to Antuna on the left hand side. Um, so I like that a lot. They have they bring in so much energy, man. But I, like you kind of you kind of want to see them slow it down a bit, be more methodical with the way they attack. Yeah. But again, that goes that goes that goes to the same point. Especially when Calderon came in too, that goes to the same point of not having those midfielders that are gonna do that, that are gonna like direct the flow of the game. They don't have that sombuesa. Yeah, I mean, you want to jump into the Dorados game just to. We can make oh, yeah. some points from that game. Oh, let me just say one more that point that I game. wish. Just one more point. Watching the game and watching Trophies and watching some West, two number 10s for the team, I wish Trophies would float around both sides of the field a little bit more. I feel like he's too stationary on, on the right-hand side of the field. Where you see some West on the left side, on the right side, all over the field. I wish if Trophies is going to be that number 10 role that he did that. and He just stays mostly on the right side of the field. Mm, that's true. Now you mention it, you're right. But I, I feel like he roams. At times, but I think it's mostly on one side. I just want to see him more just moving around, helping out both sides. I know I know he started on the right wing, so it might just be like a natural thing for him. Yeah. But that's it. Now that's something to keep an eye on then, Saturday night. Watch uh, Chuffy's movement on the field. See if he sways to the right more than he does to the left. But um, yeah, let's jump into the Chivas Dorados game. Unfortunately, Chivas lost 2-1. But honestly, not surprised when I saw the lineup. I'm going to read off the lineup. We had a Gudinho really? at goal. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't surprised. Bro, to a second division team? Like, surprise, surprise? No. Like, should we Wait, have lost? a second division team, right? Yeah. Like, should yeah. we have lost? No. But am I surprised that we lost? No. If that makes sense. Like, I can see how it happened. Because, all right, look. We got Gudinho at goal. Backline, we had Chicote Calderon, Alexis Peña, Briseño, Madueña, midfield... And wings, we had Angulo, Cristian Ortiz made his Chivas debut, Gallito Vasquez, Antuna, and then up top we had JJ Macias and Oribe Peralta. So yeah. these yeah, guys... Yeah, couldn't start this game. That's what, he should have started, Ortiz? but I think Ortiz had to play because we need to um, hit the, oh, the young right. players Oh, that's right. I forgot cap. about that rule. Mm-hmm. We need to have a certain amount of minutes for like under, underage players. I think, no, I think you have to start a player like under 20 in the Copa MX. Yeah, something, something like, like that. The rule is something like that, but yeah. So that's the only. I think that's the reason Ortiz 
played because it was rumored that it was going to be him or it was or it was going to be Chevy Martinez that started. And I, I guess then Chevy I went for, with Ortiz. Uh, what yeah. about Chevy for for Jay for uh, not JJ for, for Oribe. Yeah, I don't well, know he's why still Oribe horrible. You can put talent around him, like all these Antuna and Lulo, and he's still terrible. Yeah, he's he still didn't. Just, he like, have a good game. Player. But, but look, uh, these are look. Uh, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven players that weren't on Chivas last season, right. and you can't expect them to gel right away. Right. And you saw that early on in the game, uh, especially defensively, the especially the left hand side. Who was it? Peña, Calderon, and Briseño? There was a lot of times where Briseño would get mad and like pointing fingers and doing this, like telling people what to do, because you could tell there was they were the chemistry was off defensively. Yeah, they don't. They have to chill. They have to learn how they how they each play together. And then like you had you had Ortiz who wasn't who was kind of shaky. Like at times, I feel like the pressure got. Yeah, there was a few times he could have. Uh, I clearly remember one where he had a guy running into space, like into the box wide open, and he just passed it like way too hard. I think he passed it out of bounds. And yeah, he like he put like, too much it. on the ball yeah. and stuff like that. But it's like little details like that, which is, that I'd say like I wasn't surprised that we lost. I could see it happening, and it did. But I also feel like if Chofis had played this game, we would have won because you saw when Villalpando came in in the second half. Some of the balls he was putting into the box or to other players, he was kind of just, they were kind of open. Like, there was one ball he gave to Chicote Calderon on the left side of the Dorados box. And, like, he was wide open in the box just because he put it over the defender so well. Yeah. No, I, I think if, not even Bando if Chopis would have played. If he just would have yeah. started, probably. Yeah. I mean, if we had Chopis on the field, he would have cracked that the park bus. We had Pando, too, I think, together. Yeah, because Dorados better than parking the bus. They got a penalty call. Which was a penalty, in my opinion. Yeah, and I, I know people are mad at like Calderon, and, but I don't. He never even saw him. He never maliciously tried to make the foul. He just never saw him. By the time he turned to clear the ball, the player had cut in front of him already. Had beaten to the spot. Yeah, that was so. That was a penalty, and then they scored off a corner kick. Where, again, you know these players haven't maybe practiced set pieces all together that much. So they don't know where each player is going, or there was just miscommunication on who they had to, who they had to guard. Because that guy just came in by himself. Escoto, I think, scored the yeah, yeah, header. He scored the header. Yeah, he just came in by himself. There was no one around him. But I'm not, oh, I'm not worried. I think we're gonna turn it around in the second leg. Yeah, for sure. I'm not worried either. I know I think, for sure they're gonna park like the complete bus. He's gonna sit back and try, but. And I think, what's it called, so the game is going to be on Chivas there, right? Yeah, Chivas got the rights for it. I don't know if they. I don't know how much they paid Dorados for it, but they're going to have it on uh, Chivas TV. Nice. Yeah. It'll probably be on through the end there too, but well, let's talk I'll, about that I'll just watch it on Chivas with, Did you guys have, oh, I don't know if we'll watch the game, but did you guys, did, did you have an issue with the, with the stream? My stream, I watched it on my Xbox and it was perfectly fine. Full stream was good for me. Um, for me, when the game was starting, it kept, the screen kept um, like shrinking to half half my TV size and then blowing up, shrinking. Oh, but I, was, once, I like, was doing that on my phone when I first started watching it. Okay, yeah, but then as soon as um, right when the kids, you know, when the kids come out to read the uh, the thing they read, they make the yeah. announcement. Yeah, at right at that point, it just blew up and then it was perfect the whole the rest of the game. Like I had no issues at all. I saw some people on the timeline tweeting that you know. They were having issues and they were canceling their Chivas TV, but on our end it was perfect, or at least on my end it was perfect. I think that was more because of the gameplay they were watching. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I think that that's probably the one positive was how good Chivas TV was. <laughs> mine was mine yeah. was freezing. Mine was, was mine freezing? was like mine froze a little bit at the very yeah. beginning of the game, and then after a while, it just like perfect. Yeah, I didn't have no login issues this time. Um, everything was fine for me. I appreciate the commentary as always. Though. You think, but there would be bias, but not nah, even like on that penalty. Like no, nah, they called it right away. Like it's a foul. Yeah, I even heard the Cuba TV guys uh, take some of our takes and <laughs> use them as their own. <laughs> you do know they listen? Well, not all of them. But we know some people listen. <laughs> yeah, we 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 look at the we look at the data. <laughs> a couple of listens in uh, Guadalajara, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, then the big negative from this game is uh, Alexis Vega picked up a uh, clavicle injury. I think it's his collarbone. And he's going to be out for 20 to 25 days, I saw. I think he said, he tweeted out, I'll see you guys in 25 days. Thank God we have Angulo. So, yeah, basically. But now he, he needs to step up and do what he do what he has to do, you know. Because Vega was starting to dominate that left wing. Like, I really liked him on the left wing. He was playing well. I liked him on the left wing. Man, a part of me still wants to see him down. He was non-existent against Pachuca. Yeah. The whole team was, though, for the most part. Excuse it. Yeah, that's true. Bro, I'm telling you, a part of me still wants to see him down as our our number nine. Yeah, we must see us here, though. We're not going to see it. Nah. Is, Is JJ better as the number nine? We'll then, well, we we never saw. That's the problem. Vega with we the never really we saw now. it with Chivas, or just even with the talent we have now. I'm sure he'll look better if Floribe uh, keeps blocking Masia's shots like he did last <laughs> night. Gonna have a hard time. <laughs> Masia's has how many goals for us? Two? No, one. 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 The season opener, and he has like five, like maybe almost. <laughs> oh. That's the one he's really good at. He's really good at like getting little shots off. Yeah, I I, I like his ball, his uh, off the ball movement. Like I keep saying it, but it's really good. I don't know if I don't want to say that Vega doesn't do that because we didn't really see him at, up top by himself. He was always had he always had to play like off Pulido or Pulido would play off of him. I do think there's some things Vega does a little bit better. I do feel his one on one. I feel like his dribbling just seems a little bit more natural. I've seen Macias try to take players on, and at times, I'm not saying he's no Cheech. Cheech couldn't do that at all. But I don't just doesn't think it's just not a natural thing as like when Vega Vega tries to do a one on one. Yeah, no, Vega can I take just, people on. Yeah. yeah, but Vega Vega can play in more space on the left wing. I feel like. Macias is kind of just in the box and the defender's like right in front I, actually, of I think they have the qualities. I think they can play together. Up, up top. top. Yeah. Them two? One behind the probably. other. Probably. Yeah. I yeah, think Vega can play behind Macias. I mean, we're going to have to wait because it's a month <laughs> a month without him now. Yeah. And, yo, he went out like a champ. Like, did you – I don't know if you caught that last end of the game, but he was – yo, he was making plays with his arm like just tucked in because he couldn't move it. Like he was getting past players, he was stealing the ball, taking shots. Like he tracked back and defended. He like stole the ball in our box, all with one arm. He he gave off a uh, Ramoncito Morales vibes. Remember when he was all he had the sling yeah, and he was just playing, up. running with one arm. That was the same exact thing. Like he left Not it all in the pitch man. for us. I'm a I like that. I'm a big fan of Alexis Vega, man. I think oh, yeah, he's really. Sure. I feel like not only is he a really good player, I think. 
to a degree we underutilize. Yeah, we just we've never given him, given him the opportunity. Yeah, to take the middle. Hopefully, JJ. Hopefully, JJ does his thing this season. He does go to Europe, and then we, and then we're comfortably having Macias there. I mean, uh, Vega. Vega. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not that word either. If Macias does leave, you we like, have the uh, replacement. How did you like the refuerzos, especially not so much Peña, but let's say Chicote, Angulo, Antuna, and even Madueña on the right side? What did you think of them in yesterday's game? Um, I think the concern for me that I've that I expressed about Calderon pushing up too much and sometimes not getting back kind of saw that against Dorados. Uh, Peña and Briseño were there to clean it up, but against better competition, you know, they'll probably capitalize on that. And then. I like what I saw from Antuna again. He um, takes on defenders, makes good runs. It's just like the last pass that's, uh, that he needs to get down. But he, Sometimes, he takes on, on that defenders goal. and makes good good runs. Yeah, yeah a nice that cross was, on the goal. He started yeah. that. Antuna is impressive. And, I like the way he takes players on that pace. Yeah, I think that's what we need more of. I think I think he needs to start. Or I know, I know that's the big debate right now. Play on the left. I don't know okay. if he can play left wing. I think he, I think I've seen him do it at LA Galaxy. I just don't think it's like natural. Like I think his right. one-on-one ability is just natural on the right-hand side. Yeah, when we had Amy on the pod, I think she said he has played both, but yeah, he predominantly stays on the right. Oh, Amy! Amy had beef with us this week. <laughs> oh yeah, what do we do? I, I, I don't know what I we did. I don't even know. I don't know, but uh, we might have to invite the Chiva Armana to come on and talk about <laughs> Chicharito's arrival at LA Galaxy. <laughs> You know, we're Chiba Armana talking about uh, a Chiba legend. <laughs> she's a Galaxy um, fan, right? Yeah. Is she she's a Galaxy a big fan? fan. I she's yeah, she's, I'm pretty fan. sure she's, no, she's, I'm pretty sure she's a Galaxy fan. Oh, yeah. I thought she just covers them and was an LAFC fan. Oh, I don't know. We'll, don't we'll, know. we'll, we'll, we'll tweet her. Let, let us know, Amy. Fan. Let us know. <laughs> yo, do you, yo, going back Since to the, uh, <laughs> going back to the, the uh, Chicote Calderon pushing so far up, do you think there could have been like an overconfidence on Chivas' part heading into the game? If Antena's part too, thinking about oh, second division team, let's just push these guys all the way up. Even though it is something that we've seen from him at Necaxa, but it just might have been, that just might be like a game plan, you know? Just throw everything at them and wait till they break. Yeah. That's what you're saying? Yeah, I don't know, might, maybe. I, I just feel like they thought it's a second division team. Let's let let's attack them with our fullbacks and you know like a full out of, not a full out attack, but let's put as much pressure high up as possible. Because Calderon does that really well, by the way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, is he even a true left back? I don't think so. I think when they put him in for for Trophy's other side of the left wing. I mean, you can kind of see he's like a left winger. Yeah, in the Pachuca game, they didn't need him to be a left back because Ponce was still in the game. For this game. He did push up a lot, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know what Denna's plan going into the game was. Like this is a whole new team. You can't. You can't do that. Even if it is a second division team, like it, it, it might not. It's not gonna click. Not. It might not. It's not gonna click. Nine times out of ten, it won't click. That's true, but I can still see him trying it. You know. Yeah, that. But that's why I'm not worried about the second leg. Cause like I said, with trophies in this game, we easily win. Cause he would have. He was he he'd be capable of putting in that ball that we need to go into the box because Villalpando almost did it. Facts, fun fact: we've never lost a game in 2020 with Trophy starting. <laughs> we are undefeated this year with Trophy All starting. Right. <laughs> we still managed to claim we're undefeated somehow. <laughs> I like Top it. Of the league. Yeah, <laughs> we are super leaders in the Clausura. Copa MX, you know, give give Sinaloa a glimmer of hope. And then just take him out next week. Yeah, next 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 Tuesday. 
Damn, that game sucks at 10-10. I will say, though, like, as someone, you guys know me, I've always said I really, especially against the second division team, I really want to watch it for my man. But as watching, but seeing the lineup come out, like, I'm glad that at least we had a, a secondary lineup to excite me to make me want to watch. Yeah. And then, what do you think of uh, Chevy Martinez? Nah, I fell asleep. <laughs> you went, oh, you fell asleep right now. <laughs> yeah, I fell, yeah. I was passing out. Um, he he did all right. I mean, he got that. He got the touch on that. Uh, he's on very cross. young, though. I will say he's a very young player. Yeah, so it's gonna be hard to really like judge him. Well, what do you what do you say? You uh, saw him. You were able to see him. Yeah, he did. He did all right. I mean, nothing like really stand out. He he did get the he got his head on that ball from Antuna, and he uh, then Calderon was able to finish it off. But oh, I mean, he's the one who headed that, it. Yeah. Um, I don't know how do you say it in English when the uh, lapeno. Yeah, he just like defl- like flicked it back. Deflect, yeah, he flicked it back. Flicked it, yeah. Yeah, he flicked it back, and uh, Calderon was at the second post and finished it. And that happened late. Too. I mean, it happened like the eighty seventh, eighty eighth minute. I want to say. That's like a perfect glimpse. That goal is like a perfect glimpse of what the reflexes bring, right? Antuna one on one with his speed, cutting crosses it, and Chicote Calderon back post to put it away. What mm-hmm. man do you say? Yeah. Oh damn! I just saw. I just grew, I just uh, looked it up. Ninety third minute it happened. Yeah, yeah, it was like the end of the game. I was like seventy. What? Wow! I thought. <laughs> I thought. Yo, I thought it happened. How no, sleepy were you, bro? I said eighty seventh. I said eighty seventh. Fam, you was the one tweeting man. from the account. Yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, that was pretty much like the last play of the game. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't feel like it ended right away because I. I it thought like we had like enough time. So. Yeah, I feel like we had time maybe to tie it. I was like, oh, shit, we might tie. But maybe maybe I was that tired. I don't know. Bro, you were so sleepy. You thought there was like 20 minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see the... what? The, I forget what they call her on Twitter, the Cerveza girl. The girl nah, but threw, I've, seen people, I've seen people talking about it. What was that about? So I think it happened at the end of the game. She threw her beer at one of the field officials or something like that. Somebody on the field. Did they deserve or it though? That's no, it was just. needs to be asked. Did they deserve it? <laughs> <laughs> it was just the end of the game. People were like, the stadium was almost cleared out, and she just chucked it at somebody. So then, like, you could see that a security came to look for to look for whoever threw it. And shout out to everybody there because nobody snitched. Dude, was that's a girl. Ain't nobody snitching on a girl. <laughs> <laughs> but then Twitter, girl. Twitter, Twitter found her and the national band from the stadium. <laughs> Lady, Lady Chella. Yeah, Lady Chella. There you go. But yeah, she's banned from uh, Akron now. How do you get banned? Oh, like, having a good time. Just, you can't just show up in glasses. <laughs> like no, I don't, know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't know how that works. How are they gonna stop her? <laughs> you think the workers or they're like holding up a paper to every girl that walks in? Like, oh, is this you? Is this you? <laughs> nah, if I was her, mm-hmm. I'd be at the next game. Like, post it up, taking mad pictures. I saw. <laughs> I saw one tweet where some guy like sent out like all her details like her poll name the city she lived in like what she was st- majoring in college or something i was like wow i was like nah twitter will, will find you for sure never never get canceled guys because it's, twitter it's no will joke find you. <laughs> well all she gotta do is dye her hair no one will know that's true yeah i don't know i, I doubt they have like facial recognition programs at akron that are going to be looking for her every game yeah no nah. and then the the fan that ran onto the field is also banned from uh, Akron now. Bro, I was just <laughs> they found them too? There were fans that just like drunkenly walked onto the field. 
Well, yeah, they they don't gotta find him. He gets arrested on premises and then just gets banned. Yeah, dude, he, you know, he like, even tried to run. Like he, he was just lost. walking. He was just walking. He looked like he was lost. Like, like how did I end up here? <laughs> <laughs> and that's a high. I don't know how he got there, Flo, because when we were there, that's a high jump. Remember? Yeah. It's like what, like yeah. a six, I'm pretty sure he didn't six, want to run down the field. I'm pretty sure he was just drunk, bro. Yeah, I think he looked so lost. I think Calderon grabbed him. He's like, yo, get off the field. We're losing. You're ki- you're killing us. Yeah, I think Vega pushed him or something. <laughs> pushed him off the field. Yeah, somebody rushed him off. And then the cops just grabbed him. So, you know, they're banned now from Akron. I don't know how stadium bans work, but I doubt they have facial recognition running, making sure you don't get into the stadium. When I used to go to... I was going to say, when, I was, when we were younger, I went Saw. One of the Saw movies came out. Like, we went to go watch it at midnight, and my cousin stole, like, the big-ass, you know, like, the big standing posters they have? Yeah. Like, the, he stole, like, the big-ass jigsaw post <laughs> and ran out. <laughs> and then he went back, like, the next day, wearing the same outfit, and they caught him and banned him. And he, oh, he, he would still go, like, all the time in <laughs> movies. But they had this picture, like, on a wall somewhere and shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm, I'm assuming it's the same thing. They'll put your picture and say you're banned, but you can still go. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Shouldn't be doing that. Don't throw beers at people. That's just wasting beer. Nah, I got a beer thrown at me. After, after the Chivas won, when Chivas won the championship, unless it's for a championship, then you can throw all the beer in the air. Oh, yeah, that's ex- excusable. When you're celebrating. <laughs> not just, but she did it for no reason. Like, the stadium was empty. Like Maybe she was celebrating something. Should we, uh, can we get a hold of her? Invite her on she the podcast. She was trying to have a good time, bro. Yeah, ask her the tough <laughs> questions. What What is she celebrating? Find this Find this beer, yeah. girl. She's there for a good time, not a long time. Come on. <laughs> um, all right, let's go we'll, into Saturday. We'll give her a platform if she has TV one. <laughs> Look at these pictures of her. She looks so happy after throwing the beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else? Uh, damn, it just slipped my mind. I was going to say something. Oh. The halftime show, where they didn't even ask a question, and the uh, the fans were trying to get a queremos pocho chant, queremos Guzman. Oh, have you you guys want to talk about the rumor? Have you seen the rumor that was out that came out this week or a few days? Oh, that's on, yeah, that's on, yeah, that's yeah, on yeah. Twitter questions. Oh, oh, oh is that one it? of the Twitter questions? Yeah, yeah, we'll save it. Then. Oh, we'll okay, save it. we'll save it. Are we at Twitter questions already? Pretty much. <laughs> well, we're gonna go into. <laughs> Oh, you go for our, a gambling uh, corner. <laughs> the, the OG, the OG League IMX, uh betting gimmick. Is that what yeah. we're gonna call it? Yeah, the o- we're the OGs, all right. We're gonna um, we're gonna go into Flo's gambling corner. All of a sudden, just remember it was Flo who made you a degenerate gambler. All right, <laughs> don't forget where you go, where you got that from. <laughs> now everybody wants to be up on the gambling tip, you know. Even I signed <laughs> up to gamble this week and I lost too. <laughs> yeah, I see. So. Luis is about to gamble his kids' futures away here soon. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so Gambling Corner, Flo's Gambling Corner. So this past week, we put $50 on Chivas to win the game. Obviously, that didn't happen. Not one single goal was scored. It was a boring game. But, so, on the on the year, we're down, what, we're down like $18 or something? $16? Because we won our first bet, but the first bet wasn't that big of a win. We won like 30-something dollars. So we're down about $16 on the year. But thanks to the Discord and people using our referral link to sign up to gamble their money away, we still have about $350 in our account. 
Shaquille is going to go use on other sports. <laughs> All right, so I'm about to go bet on the Chiefs. I'm going to start betting on everybody. Oh, I'm wait. Gonna, uh, I might start Flo. betting on the women's team. Before you keep oh, going, man. before you keep going, yo, Flo's really turning the Discord people into degenerates. Um, <laughs> like, in the when she went, went down 2-0, uh, I think, someone jumped into the the Flo's Gambling Corner channel. And they're like, hey, guys, if we bet Chivas right now, we get, like, plus 220 odds or something. <laughs> I was like, damn, people are following the live lines. <laughs> but, yeah, you really do become a degenerate. Like, today, I placed a random bet with my local bookie, uh, like a 14 parlay. I put, like, that the Winnipeg Jets were going to win or something. Like, I, I, I haven't watched a hockey game in six years. Hockey? <laughs> yeah, bro, and I'm over here betting on the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a team, but <laughs> I saw somewhere online that you should bet on the Winnipeg Jets. So I was like, "Fuck it," and <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, I lost. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, that part that they actually covered their part, but but I forget. It was a parlay, so it was like four different things that had to go right. I think it was the uh, uh, NBA game. I bet the over on, and they didn't hit the over. But anyways, you really do become generous. So just bet on Chivas games. Just lose that money. Don't lose any money. <laughs> yeah, and join the Discord. <laughs> yeah, join you guys haven't joined the Discord yet. Join the Discord. That should be mad <laughs> Throughout the day, all the channels, the, the, the all the sections we have on there be active. Yeah, I, I like it. We got we got over 100 people in there now, too. I think we broke 100 last night. Just don't go under act stupid. We'll ban you. I'm surprised we haven't had to ban more people. Only like those two the first night. Yeah, it calmed down a little bit. I think maybe they figured out we ban people and they're like, oh shit. Let's, yeah. let's yeah. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this week, Chivas are playing Toluca. Um, and the line for this week, it looks like Vegas does have Chivas favored by half a goal. Um, so the money line is negative 115. So essentially, if we put our $50 this week, if we put our fifty dollars this week on Chivas to win, that will generate forty three dollars and forty eight cents. So, what are we thinking, boys? Back home against Toluca after two shaky games, you think we're going to regain that form for the win? Yeah. Of course, I'm still on the bandwagon. I'm still on the bandwagon, bro. I'm trying to see how Toluca. Toluca just lost in the Caxa three three two on. Uh... Yeah, but they look good. I want to watch that game. And the Kaka sold three other players to Chivas. Yeah. I was going to watch that game and I forgot what I did. The Kaka won the playoff team, so. Yeah, and that's before we gutted them. And then, all right, so Toluca opened up the season and beat Monarcas. No, that's Copa MX. They played, uh, yeah, they played Atlas and Copa MX last night. Or just now, I think the game just ended. Did they win? Beat them? They lost two one to Atlas. Oh, they're losing to two one to Atlas right now. Oh, so they trash. Yeah, we definitely winning this bet. <laughs> but it's like 50. it's only forty three bucks, right? What are the other What are the other things we can bet on? Uh, goals. I wasn't prepared for all these questions. Right? <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm seeing the draw. The draw for Chivas is uh, minus two sixty. So that's what if well, we bet I- like if we bet fifty. No, it's plus 250. Oh, I'm looking draw. at the draw. No bet. My bad. 
Yeah, so the draw is plus 250. So we we'll say that we're going to draw and just get one point. We bet $50, we win 250. We bet so we we 125. It to be a draw at all. Yeah. Uh, so we bet 50, we win 125 if they get a draw. Uh, or we can go the over under, over two and a half goals, under two and a half goals. Vegas thinks it's going to be under two and a half goals. So, I mean, if we think they're going to be three goals in this game, that's easy. Right there, too, it's plus 205. You bet 50, uh, I think you basically win 50. Yeah, I think it'll be over two and a half goals. Really? The Lucas scores. The Lucas scores I'm goals. I'm playing our defense, yeah, bro. Yeah, man, we're the best defense in the league, right here. In Clausura, one of the best. Are you giving up a goal? No. Nah. Not in Clausura. Should we leave it up to the fans? What's a better game? <laughs> What's a better game? Nah, they be wild. There's a lot of options. I know. I know we tie a lot with them. I was looking at the at the numbers earlier for past head to heads, and we tie with the Luca a lot, and we haven't really lost to them in a while. So our last five matches, Chivas won three one last season. Chivas won two one. Chivas won one nil. We tied two two. We tied one one. We tied nil nil. Another tie. Another tie. And then Chivas beat the Luca two nil. In 2017, the last time the Luca beat us is September 17th of 2016. So it's four years since they've beaten us, and that was at home. That was at home. The Luca hasn't beat the Luca hasn't beaten us at home since 2012. Nah, really? Yeah, November 16th, 2012. This is amazing. Nah, that's the last time. And then they beat us in the. They beat us in the any of the stat sites for Apertura playoff, but yeah, I'm using Football.Datenbank. We're just making up their own scores. Bro, what did you what did she just say? Foosball Datenbank. I'm assuming it's a German it's a German website, but they got like all the heads to heads. It's probably the Lucas beat us every time. No, no, no. It's just weird because you know how they set the date. They 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 put the month in the middle instead of like how we do it here in America, where we put the month, then the day, then the year. Oh, that's a Mexico thing. Yeah. So, like but yeah, the last time thing. Toluca beat Chivas in Guadalajara, according to this, is November sixteenth of two thousand twelve. Yeah, I mean, we we've lost we've win. lost we've lost to Toluca, but not at home. We. Yeah, we don't lose to them at home. We yeah. haven't lost to them since yeah, 2012. Yeah, on the win. Just take the 43 bucks that they're giving you. Yeah, okay. I mean, either way, we'll still be in the green. Thanks to our Discord. <laughs> keep, keep signing up, y'all. Yeah. Keep gambling. U.S. <laughs> has moved up all the way to the fifth favorite to win the league. Fifth? Yeah. Damn. Then they're now at just uh, plus 900. So you bet 100, you win 900. What was it at the start like, of the year? It was like 2000, right? Yeah. See? The Vegas likes the Pachuca performance. Game on the road. Good good defensive performance. Yeah, yeah I, I think then will us. come out with a better game plan for uh, the Luca. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll bet the win. The win? Yep. And then should we do half and half? Half on that and half on two and a half goals? Too late. I already bet fifty on the win. You said it. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's what we're doing, guys. If you want to go ahead and bet 
over two and a half goals, I I feel like that's gonna hit too. I mean, we got money because of our Discord. You want to put fifteen? <laughs> <on that too? laughs> Uh, what is what is it? It's uh, I don't know how to read this chart. You're the you're the guy that translates this for us. Um, I'm gonna go back to the game one. Uh, for the game over two and a half goals is even right now. So you bet fifty, you win fifty. Oh okay. Uh, nah, let's just stay with the win then. All right, so Chivas, we're predicting Chivas win based off what we're betting. Uh, scoreline predictions. Two one. Two one Chivas. I'm going to go 1 0 Chivas. Bro, didn't you just say it's going to be over three goals? Over two goals? But this dude was just talking. I'm so, so, <laughs> so confident that I was going to be over three goals. And now he's like, it's going to be 1 0. But then you told me the odds. So it's like. I got yeah, to take the odds into consideration. Well, the odds are that Vegas thinks it's going to go over three goals. Oh, is over, that what that over, means? Yeah, over two and a half goals is even. I mean, bet 50, you win 50. Under two and a half goals. I forget what it was, but yeah, I think Vegas no. well, Vegas thinks it's going to go. Yeah, Vegas thinks it's going to go under, I think. No? Oh, yeah, Vegas thinks it's going to go under. Yeah. Oh, man. You got me confused now, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so this is why you should have let us talk during uh, Flo's gambling corner. <laughs> I think I could see a, I could see a 2 1 game. For Chiba. Two one, man. That's what I, that's what I'm going with. Two one. I think JJ gets another goal. I think Chopis is gonna score this game. I think Antuna is gonna score this game. Damn. The Discord's gonna go wild if Antuna scores. Oh I'm gonna be in there talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be like, why didn't he score two? <laughs> yeah. But I won't go every ten million, not worth it. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go. Let's go into Twitter and Discord questions. I know we actually have a lot. Man, I wanted this to be a short pod. We're already at like forty, <laughs> like fifty minutes in. This man said, "Let's do first two questions." questions. <laughs> uh, let's go. I'll I'll start off with the Discord stuff. Uh, Nestor edits. He said, "Is this team missing chemistry, schemes, coaching, or leadership?" They have a great roster, but this hasn't been a good start. I would say it's missing. I would say it's missing. Be the mixture of chemistry and coaching. I but I, but I do teams. think I do think Dana's trying to like work the kinks out, trying to figure it out. Yeah, I think they lack. I think obviously they lack chemistry. That's I think we've been preaching that on the pod so far. And then you know they just need time. They're they're gonna work it out. I mean, it's hard to say that about the Pachuca game where it's been all players. I mean, the only player that was new was I'm at least starting with Mafia. Well, that that was probably coaching. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what I'm we, saying. That's what I think it's a then mixture. I got out coached. Yeah, out schemed. You can put scheme and, and yeah, scheme and, and coaching, coaching together. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Better game plan. All right, but I mean, we agree, right? Time, they need time. And time, week two. especially as now you're going, especially with the Vega injury, now you're going to see one of the new guys starting. And you Most might likely. even you might even see two new guys starting. Shit, three new guys starting. If you want to get rid of Anthony, I wouldn't be mad at him. Get rid of Molina. I've been trying to get rid of Molina, but you got people calling him the captain. Listen, I'm like, yo, for what? Oh, <laughs> My man just stands there, puts his arms out. <laughs> he plays basketball defense. <laughs> you scare people when they attack. Him. <laughs> um. All right, let's go 
to the next question soccer underscore sauce he said how many jornadas do you think it's going to take for Tena to pick his starting 11 I've been saying week 5 by week 5 yeah week 4 then I will know what what this is week 8 the, the, the whole Vega injury kind of like yeah yeah, yeah. Vega, a little Vega bit. never been back because now so now what when Vega comes back is he gonna have to try to earn his spot back is he gonna automatically lose it I mean it just depends I guess how Angulo does on that left wing right or Antuna whoever takes over I think it'll be Angulo just because it's more natural but um yeah probably around week five would yeah, week, week five, five is, is a thing. That might be why Tom Vega comes back, no? Because three, uh, four, yeah. five. Yeah, about, about. He might come back on another six. All right, so yeah, week five, week six ish. Yeah. We want to say is when Dana will know what his preferred starting eleven is. All right, next question, Daddy Danny, seventeen seventy six. Y'all think he'll make any major changes soon? I think we need it after what we've seen against Pachuca and Dorados. Um, I I mean, there's one coming because Vegas out, yeah. so that's gonna be a change. That's a that's a change we didn't want, but I think I mean I don't know, man. Like I don't know how much he's gonna keep. If if he, I I hope he has the balls to do it and, and sub before the out. I think it's time. Antuna needs to start. That should be the big change he makes. I don't, I don't think it's time. You don't think it's time, bro? Since nah. last season. <laughs> No, I, I mean, because Chofis has a really good understanding with him. And I don't know if he wants to break that up and throw in Antuna, who might not be, who might not click as well with Chofis. There's a lot that you could disrupt if you bench Brizuela. And then, you know, you might not. I think Antuna's better suited off right now as the super sub. Because you want to, you don't want those problems arising at the beginning of the game and then have to sub Brizuela in. You kind of want to have Antuna's speed and. Uh, like dribbling ability in the second half. I think the move that should be made is Calderon for Ponce. But yeah, I think Ponce think hasn't he hasn't lost a job yet. Although I think, I think there was like one one shaky play right where he kind of just tripped over himself during Pachuca. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He kind of tripped over himself, and I was like, ah, oh, there you go. Bon- Ponce is starting to throw away the starting position. Honestly, I thought him and Brizuela were two of like the I don't want to say worst, but two of the players yeah. that. I didn't do anything. He was getting burned out there. Yeah, and like, I mean, that's one of the major changes I want. Back, was, was back. <laughs> <laughs> the, whole t- the whole team was playing like he was playing as far back as possible because Pachuca just had the pushback. Still getting burned. That was the best way to neutralize the guy. That one Pachuca player who was like the fastest player. Oh yeah, just don't neutralize him by giving him the ball. <laughs> Give them the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah, those are the changes we would like to see, but we don't think they're going to happen. Just because it's still early in the season. Then we got Chiba Mech's possibility of Pocho Guzman coming back. And then he followed it up with, now that we've had our first taste of defeat, where do you realistically see this team finishing this season? Um, let's talk about Pocho Guzman real quick. Uh, Luis, you were mentioning the rumor that popped up. Yeah, so the rumor is, I mean, I don't know how true the rumor is, but the rumor is, that if he is to if the if the sam the B sample comes out negative, then he could he'll return to Chivas, and it become and if it's positive, that it, it does have something in the system. 
that he'll go back to Pachuca. I don't know how you work something like that out, but if it's if that's what if that's what if that's true, then I'm all for it. I did also see something that Chivas did not get the money back for him or something like that. That they the Pachuca basically still holding on to the money until all maybe they're waiting finalize right. right. And I mean, maybe did, that's why they they were so quick to send them back. They're like, well, if he does come back clean, well, did you then see we'll the? I don't know if we, I don't know if we talked about it, but did you see the press conference where I, where where Dan talked about it? Where he no. said contract, he said contractually he had to go back. It's not that they wanted to to send uh, him back, or they were so okay. quick that contractually, like he had to go back. Uh, that was the whole thing of why they went to the, the federation and stuff like that. Um... But so it's just all interesting. I hope the rumor's true, right? It's, 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 you can't lose, right? Oh, yeah. So win-win, I guess, right? If he comes back positive again, we wipe our hands clean of him, and then if it's negative, then we get we get him back. There is the, the whole thing of whether he wants to test the B sample. Because I did see that mm-hmm. if he's willing to accept the, the consequences of the A sample, they will he'll most likely get about six months. Whereas if he says, no, I'm clean, and let's go to the B sample, and he faces at least a year suspension. So he yeah, might be advised that to too. take the that He might be advised to just admit or accept the punishment. Um, because it's not, from what I've seen, it's not, it's not common for the B sample to be much different. It does happen, but it's not common. Yeah, well, it's basically the same sample, right? They just break it into A and B. Yeah. yeah. So, what are the chances that it, it's different? There is. There's been cases we talked about last um, last week on the podcast. Um, yeah. So there have been cases, but it's not likely. What do you guys think? Do you, you guys think he's gonna just accept the punishment and get maybe he gets six months? I mean, if probably the safer bet, if I was if I was Bocho. Drop um, the next season, get the season off. Yeah, I'd be like, all right, then I'll just train by myself and then come back in six months, as opposed to, I mean, that's the minimum one year punishment. It could end up being like two to four or whatever. Right. So, why risk it? At this point, you already miss a month of the season. You're probably gonna miss a month of the season anyway, so might as well just take the rest of it off. The only thing I wonder is, like, would that affect the negotiations in any way? I guess not, right? Like, the, whatever deal they made with your stand, or would Chivas yeah. want to go back and rework how much they paid, or, or you know, stuff like that? Yeah, it, it gets complicated. But overall... Yeah, it's, a, it's a wait and see game right now. Yeah, but overall, if we can get him back and he can play right away, I'll take him. Open arms. We definitely could use his creativity. Passing in yep. mm-hmm. And then the second question, where do we realistically see this team finishing the season? Um, um, we're down on them right now on their top of the table. <laughs> <laughs> it's week two. <laughs> can only still, go up from here. <laughs> yeah, it, it's still, I think it's still too early. Still too early to tell. We haven't played enough teams. We haven't seen Chivas against enough styles of play. I mean, we just saw them against Juarez and they looked great. And then we saw them against Pachuca with the high press and they looked really bad. And they looked great defensively. Eli and uh, Iramia. <laughs> yeah, so... I'm just glad, I'm glad Tony Rodriguez hasn't made any big mistakes. I'm telling you, I think that goal he scored against Veracruz is like... 
got like the whole weight of the world off his shoulders. Like he's playing pressure free for Chivas now. I like how also I like how Coy was saying and played yesterday. So he seems to be hitting his form. But at least we know we have like that backup. At this point, it's it's Diva's job. Like like same thing with everybody, but it's Diva's job to lose. I think he's gonna stick with the hot hand. Um, and he know with the well, knowing that he'll be singing there if anything. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next question. Sebastian in Discord asks, is the objective of this season only to make the Liguilla? Um, I wouldn't say it's the... Well, it has to be, right? That's the main objective, get back into Liguilla. Once you're in Liguilla, you automatically contend for the championship. That's the minimum. We need, we need, yeah, the minimum is making the Liguilla. Obviously, the objective of every tournament is to win the win the title. But we've, we just haven't been there in, what, five seasons, so we need to we need to be in Liguilla. Chivas has to be there. And that's what Belaz emphasizes too. He says, the minimum is always going to be Liguilla. Yeah, it's not the main. It's not the main goal. It's, it's like you said, it's the minimum. When you spend the amount of money that Chivas just did on refuerzos, and sure, you can look at the whole chemistry thing, but at the end of the day, it's all right, minimum Liguilla, but with the eyes set on the prize, which is the championship. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's jump over to Twitter. I know we got a couple of questions in there too. Um, let's see where we start. Oh, shout out to LS Fernandez 12 for asking when the next episode was coming out. We were just trying to wait on that Copa MX game, and uh, we shouldn't have waited. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna um, suggest record during the podcast, but during the game, but probably better that we did it. Yeah, um, we got L uses 17. He said, "Do y'all think that then is the ideal coach for Chivas?" And then he also asked, what platform does Flo use to make his bets on Chivas games? Flo, uh, just send him the Bovada link when yeah. you get a chance. Oh, so he asked that on Twitter? Yeah, yeah it's in yeah, mentions. It on just look through that. Alright, yeah, and if you're on the Discord too, you know, it's on the Discord as well, the gambling channel. I think I pinned it, right? The link? Yeah. Yeah, so if you're on the Discord, if you're not on the Discord, join it, it's on there. But if not, I'll send you the link. Yeah, we'll send we'll send you the referral link. And then his first question: Do we think Ten is the ideal coach for Chivas? No, I don't think he's the ideal coach. Do I think Not. he's like? Do I think he's a bad choice? I don't think that either. Not yet, at least. But I don't think he's the ideal coach. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what like Liga MX is weird. Like I, I never really know what the options at coach are. Right, because yeah, they always recycle them or. You know, Chivas fans are always going to go back. Yeah, I made that. <laughs> yeah, like, I, we got to start letting go of that. Which is not realistic. <laughs> yeah, we got to stop doing that. That's That would have been the obvious. No, we need Almeida. But we got to stop that. In 2020, we're going to stop. Well, we're going to stop it. For Almeida. already clicked it in the butt, so that's not going to happen anytime. <laughs> so that, that era, you had it, and it's over. The door is pretty much closed, he said. Yeah. Um, I, he's who we have, and I think he can make it work. I'll leave it at that. I don't know if he's ideal or not, but I think he's capable of making it work. I also would like to see, I know Belize, he's done a great job building the team. Most of, I would like to see like uh, other teams he's been at, like the coaching hires that he's done. Is, is it a lot of like uh, the old, you know, veteran Mexican coaches or well, like what is it? Oh, that's true. All right. Because well, we could want someone innovative, but maybe that's not... The life is old school. He seems like he has like an old school mentality. Yeah, we'll, uh, 
make a note of that, Luis, and then we'll do research and just bring it back as a talking point in the next pod. Because the team is so young, there's so there's so much versatility. Like you can play so many ways. Having like uh, the right coach, I think, would go a long way. I think then I was trying. <laughs> I'll say that. No, yeah, I think it's it's week two. We're not gonna right. start saying Tena. Tena's not the coach we need. We yeah, haven't seen wait enough. Till week three. And then you know, <laughs> we'll wait just, till this week. <laughs> <laughs> wait till week three. Uh, look back at how he ended the season. Right, it took a week or two to click, and then we ended the season really strong. This is the same situation all over again. It's gonna take a week or two to click, and then we're gonna we're gonna hit our stride eventually. I'm not panicking. Not yet. If we get like blown out against Paluca, then I'll be like, what the hell is happening? But not yet. Let's jump back to LS Fernandez 12. He said, my two cents is scope by Max Match. The team wasn't all bad, just lacked direction. In my opinion, they needed a Chofis or Beltran, if you ask me. And then he said, don't hang me, but would you guys be open to Fabian being signed to help that role for Copa matches? And only for Copa matches or late subs in the league. Hello. How do you feel about this? Fuck <laughs> only Copa matches playing all the time. He <laughs> yeah, pro- it all, man. He's the great. problem is the problem. Yeah, I, wasn't done. I wasn't done on my Marco Fabian rant. Mom, bro, it's over. <laughs> Give him that up already, man. He'll create his fucking beggars. Bro, I'm telling you, we need him. If it's just the role that the the the, the, kid, the, the dude has, like he's not. He's not going to sign for just to go by Max Ross. Yeah, no. First of all, um, wasn't it rumored that his wages that he demanded were so high? I don't know. I, I saw that Belaz just didn't want him. And that's why there was never any offer or no one ever reached out to him about it. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, however. I'm surprised that Giovanni was able to find a team before Fabian. That's true. Well, I think I, I feel that was like a marketing ploy by America. Just because Giovanni's like a washed up national team player and then you know he he's been saying it that his whole career that as a child he was a he was an america fan yeah, yeah. Gio's washed up and he's over here banging in goals for america just imagine what marquito fabian <laughs> bangers <laughs> all right well ls fernandez 12 you know flow once marco fabian back on chivas and the first half of his comment was correct about the Oh yeah, direction. Yeah, we we said you know if Chofi was in that game, we we would have probably won. All right, next question, Doc underscore McSwag Pants. He said, "Will Chicha play a full season for Chivas before he retires?" Mm. That's an interesting. One. Do you, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think, think he comes back. Yeah. Like the fact that, like, what would change? According to like the rumors of what the reasons he wouldn't come back, like if it's his girlfriend, this and that, and the problems in Mexico, like that would that's not going to change. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, so why, like in a few years, why would he be like? And then like, why would you guys, why would you guys want him at age thirty six or whatever? I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say like. You guys saw that clip of him talking to his dad on the phone about his move to the Galaxy. It feels no, like he's in, he's a, his state of mind is kind of retirement. And then he kind of switches that into saying like, you know, I'm retiring from Europe, which he said was the goal. And, you know, we worked so hard to get here and, you know, it was a hell of a run. 
But now he's like, you know, my retirement phase is starting. Just because he's going to Galaxy. So I don't know. Maybe he, Honestly, you know? I just think it's trash if 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 he comes back like at thirty six. Like for what? That's that's that, that's my thing. Like I don't like wanting him now. He's still what like thirty one? I think. I think Isn't he's thirty two. Thirty one, thirty two. Even now, like you would want him. You could see when he's coming from Europe. All right, he could, he could play on the team. He could start over Macias, who's young. And then there'd, there'd still be some people who'd be like, "No, I want Macias starting." The younger person, blah blah blah. But that, but, but think about like four years from now. Like, no man, four years of MLS defenses. I'm not gonna want him then. Yeah, Lucy, right? He's thirty. He's thirty-one years old. I want him now. In two man. years, I'll still want him. <laughs> I still want him now. Two years, I'll still want him. In two years, he'll still be banging in goals, doing whatever <laughs> he does. He's a poacher. You know, he's not like he needs to. Like, not like him losing a step is going to affect him that much. He's still going to be. It will though. His, he, his position yeah. is still going to be the same. Nah, but like Luis said in the last part, one of his strengths was getting in behind the, the defense. That yeah, hasn't been his strength. Game. That hasn't been his strength like in six years, man. Yeah, and that's why he hasn't played in like six and years. That's why he got. <laughs> yeah, Leverkusen was when he had it, and once he lost, kind of lost that. Then that's when his minutes started declining. He's still scoring goals when he gets the opportunity. <laughs> I mean, these are facts. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next question. We'll, we'll study his time at LAF. Uh, no, what LA Galaxy? Luis, you'll we'll, be our we'll uh, a, dedicated we'll Galaxy. <laughs> You'll be our galaxy no. scout. Oh, Chivarmana, Amy. We're bringing her, we're bringing her on once a month oh, to talk about go, Chicha updates. I'm going to get LA, LA Galaxy season tickets. We're going to get Amy to, like her own segment at once a month. <laughs> the Chicha updates. The Chicha updates, yeah. All right, let's go. At Dudix Danny. Still think we're getting the chip this year? Yes. Yes, that's Luis. Luis Bro, first of all, Felice told us that's all we're worried about. First, top of the table. Like, how can you guys even doubt this? <laughs> if, if that's not what we want, if that's not what we're believing, then why are we even watching? Come on. If we're doubting a top of the table team, imagine your team's like at the bottom or like in eighth place. Man, I'm still saying Liguilla. Once we make it there, then so you know you're, you know, so you know we you're can a decide. Big team. One of the big teams that are under their name too. over here doubting at the top of the table. <laughs> Alright, let's go. Can never. <laughs> let's go to another Chivarmana. We got Gary Torres. Chivarmana, did we take it away from him? Nah, we'll, 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 <laughs> still, we'll still take her. She said, uh, when is the 2.0 of Chivas kicking in? Thoughts on JJ so far? Is he what we expected? Think, I think by Chivas mm-hmm. 2.0, she means that her fourth was starting. Yeah, she wants to know, yeah, I, I think, guess, yeah. when this Super Chiva quote-unquote well, team is going to take okay. over. Part Step step one or phase one starts this weekend with, with Angulo. And yeah. then well, I'd we're say wait. two or three week more six. weeks. Yeah, I'd say week six. Yeah, yeah, about three weeks you'll get. Do you think you get all three of them starting? No. I think Angulo is a lock. I don't think she got the Starks. No, not this weekend. I'm saying, like you said, week six, whatever. Oh, by week six? Like, do you I think, think they all win a starting position? Nah. No, not Antuna. You think Brizuela holds on to it? Yeah. I think Angulo, 
I'll be honest, I don't see it from Detroit Lions like holding on and, to it. No, I think Angulo yeah. and Chicote will win their spots. I think Angulo will have a harder chance. I think Angulo stays on the bench. Yeah, so who you put on the left wing just because Vegas is going to be out? Oh, well, I'm saying when Vegas, well, like, this, oh, this Vegas week five or six. Yeah, yeah. Five or six. Vegas going to be back. Right, okay. I think Chicote and Antuna so win their job. Chicote for sure. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, we'll see. But by week six, we should have a good idea of what the, what the permanent 11 will be. And then in terms of JJ... Um, yeah, I'm I'm really impressed by his ball movement, by his off the ball movement in the box. Um, like you said, Luis, he got shocks off really quickly, which is something we're la- we were lacking before. And you know, the more he gels with his wingers, with trophies, the better he's gonna be, and he's gonna he's gonna start scoring goals, hopefully. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy with with JJ. I did I did notice in the Pachuca game it could have been frustration of like dropping far too too far oh, back wanting the ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was I think that was just the frustration of the way the game was playing out where he was getting nothing. Um, but yeah, same thing you said. The shots, the the movement. He's a he's a striker. He's an in the box player. So I'm happy. When when do we play Leon? When are we gonna go on the lines then, Pod? We gotta remind them that we were right about JJ Macias coming home. Word, yeah, they really, they really tried us that time. Yeah, <laughs> we've been, we've been potting so long. My AirPods are about to die. Shit. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's run through the last couple of questions. At a good one, he said, "Cuando corre en Atena, they're not gonna fire him." We five. Oh wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I don't want to say it's they're not gonna fire him. I don't think it's likely, <laughs> but no. I think Amari's Amari. I feel like Amari wants stability at Chivas. Yeah, and true. even Pelaez. So they're not gonna fire a coach right away. Right. No, it's they're they're all in. Yeah, yeah, it's not something he's gonna get fired like in the next two weeks. No. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Plus, when you, I think they understand. They signed all these players. The team he needs to find a way like to gel the team together. So not, he won't be fired anytime soon. Nah, yeah, unless, I, I doubt unless it. it just goes all wrong, right? We start losing everything, then yeah. Like otherwise, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> otherwise, he makes it to the end of the year. Maybe this off season, we see what happens. Was all that right. what, was that with Cardoso where we started off like okay, like the first like five weeks, and then it just went back? Yeah, down. yeah, it's back. Yeah, to we had the best defense in the league. Oh man, <laughs> like deja vu. But hold on, best defense in the league, top of the table, coach getting not really trusting the coach, getting oh, outmanaged. I'm Deja trying to remember, vu? yeah. We were waiting. <laughs> I remember we were waiting for Chivas to go down in the game just to see how they would react, and then they never oh, like, yeah. reacted. <laughs> it, they kind of yeah. just went downward from that point on. So I guess we got to wait to see how Chivas looks when they go down. Are we just stuck in the Matrix? <laughs> We're just gonna go through this every year. <laughs> it's just a cycle, can't be broken. Not, is this the curse of Almeida? <laughs> Did we sell our souls for those five titles that Almeida won? Are we the New York Jets? All right, next question, Jose Ortiz. He says uh, thoughts on Dorado's game. Uh, we covered the Dorado's game, so we will jump to the next part. He this said thought. <laughs> Thought, thought it was an easy bet, lost $20. <laughs> uh, 
Hey man, that's what happens when you, when you join the Discord. Gambling corner. <laughs> join the hey, Discord. Hey, I didn't bet on the bet. I'm not telling anyone to bet on the Copa Magazine. We don't bet on those games. <laughs> no, we when, don't. When when Oliva is starting, we don't bet. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that did worry me when I saw him start. But I'm like, even with Oliva, they're gonna win. <laughs> and then he said, "Uh, will Chivas come back from two one in Sinaloa next week?" I think, I think for sure. Yeah, I think, I think he'll put out the same, well, what he thinks will be his best team. Well, you we shouldn't play? have to put out the best team. That's <laughs> the thing. Like, you guys keep saying, oh, trophies play, we would have won. The second division team, we shouldn't have to play trophies. Man, but the issues are there. Nah, well, you gotta remember. Damn, B. I don't give a damn. Like, why are we having to put play our, our starting 11 that we're going to play in the weekend? Just to win a Copa oh, that team against a Maradona second division team. <laughs> so they're all on cocaine when they play us? <laughs> Is that why? Join those guys. Test them all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that reminds me uh they uh, rumors also that uh Crackdona is uh is gonna get called to get tested. Who? Edwin Edwin Cardona. He used to be on Monterrey. I thought they said the rumor was that he already tested positive. Yeah, oh, is it? He put, oh, shit. They got rid of some shit like that. Oh, wow. Some more doping scandals in Mexico. Is he on Pachuca, too? I think he was. No, Pachuca, he started Pachuca and went to Monterrey. I think so. Yeah. But I mean, the man's nickname was Crack Dona, so obviously, right? Can't be clean. Um, that's it for Twitter. That's it for Discord. I don't think we missed anything. And Good luck. I think that staying up all night. I don't know. That is a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said forty minutes, guys. We went hour and a half. Make sure you put this out tomorrow. Finish my movie. I'll, I'll listen. I'll, I'll listen back to the episode on my drive. <laughs> all right, guys. This has been another episode of the Cuba the Norte podcast. Thank you for listening. Join our Discord. We'll be back next week. We're out. Peace.